and welcome to a special episode of Two-Headed Game Master. I'm Cosmo, the first head. I'm Dane, the special head. You said it first, man. Uh, Two-Headed Game Master is a podcast about writing, designing, running, and playing role-playing games, where we discuss our favorite hobby, share thoughts with you, and even play some games sometimes. And as promised last episode, we're doing something fun and new and special. Well, it could be... Could be a new segment, like a new type of episodes, yeah. right? Because like we got our regular episodes and we got tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Now we, and we got, got live how, play, and we got live play. Thank you. Now we got how to run episodes because that's what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. How to run capital P Predator. Mm-hmm. How to run Predator in your tabletop role playing game. So, a couple things. Uh, this is going to be system and setting agnostic. And the the point of it, you know, being the being maybe the first in a series of a new type of episode for our show. this is this is going to be how to take something from like action movies or pop culture or whatever to take a like a trope or an idea and adapt it for your mm-hmm. pen and paper game. So, in that vein, we want to. We're not specifically talking about the Eclipse Engine or D and D. We're not talking about any fantasy or sci-fi setting, particularly. We're talking about the broad strokes of the idea, bones, yeah, if you will, the bones of the idea and how to fit them in to uh, into know, a tabletop, yeah, RPG. In, into run them as a game. So, why don't you why don't you take us through what we're gonna hit? Uh, well, we're going to talk about uh, what even is Predator, mm. right? Uh, just in case. Yeah. Uh, there are people out there that don't know, but uh, always always somebody. Anyways, okay. Uh, what is Predator? We're going to talk about the setting. We're going to talk about characters. We're going to talk about the story. And then we're going to talk about the villain, which in this instance is the Predator. The Predator. So, uh, let's, let's dive in. What is Predator? Well, uh, if you don't know, hard, it seems hard not to, but uh, it's a action movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it's quite famous. Yeah, one, um, of, one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Arnold. more famous roles came out in 87, so, you know, a little bit a little bit dated, a little bit stupid in some ways, but very, very cool, like top-notch action. Yes. And if you already know what it is, then you don't need to hear any of this. But if you if you don't know, if you haven't seen it... I mean, probably if you know, you still want to hear about it, because yeah. like, it's dope, right? Um, and if not, check it out, because, you know, it's it's very fun. It's like, it's quintessential dumb action movie with, you know, tough guys doing action stuff. Yes. Uh, essentially, it's just uh, some badasses find themselves hunted by something even more badass, mm. um, and you know, go watch it if you if that sounds like fun because it sounds like fun to me. Yeah. Um, but essentially, right? Um, it's a very simple story, right? Yeah. Uh, it can work anywhere and yeah. in any setting. And you, we said we're talking about. You know, setting and system agnostic. In the in the movie, it's a contemporary military, and I guess not contemporary anymore. It's a you know thirty years. It, yeah, it's almost. an eighties you know eighties yeah. squad of like military badasses sent on a mission mm-hmm. to you know 
I, I forget what even their mission was. They were, like, rescuing somebody. They, or... no, 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 no. They, um, it was, like, Russia. <laughs> they were, like, they wanted to go see if Russians were helping out uh, yeah, the locals they're, or they're whatever. Yeah, they're doing some, like, you know, shady special operations in a in a jungle country. Mm-hmm. They, you know, whatever. I think that was actually the, like, the twist. Anyways, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um... Badasses, right? Military badasses, um, and contemporary, right? They're using guns, yeah, um, guns, helicopters, such. But they, but it, uh, but the idea it works. Need, yeah. yeah, the, the idea, idea works without guns. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some examples of that, like it could be a modern military or you know, contemporary, whatever time you set it in. It could work in a fantasy setting, or you know, a more like esoteric sci-fi setting. It could be post-apocalyptic, like where it happens mm-hmm. and when. That's not important as long as you get the bones of the story. And right. I think I think it's okay to say this now. Um, we're gonna try to prove this. Um, I'm going to be running. Uh, I'm gonna be following this uh, episode and running a predator. It's gonna be a fantasy setting. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna come out a few days after this, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's little a promise. Little teaser. If you enjoy our live play stuff, um, we're gonna be talking about how to run predator. In a in a tabletop role playing game, and then we're gonna actually do it in our in our next and special see, and episode. see how well it works because I think it's gonna work pretty well. Yeah. But so if you're trying to run Predator in a tabletop, uh, here are some things to think about. Right, you gotta you gotta check these boxes, um, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right, so setting. We talked about how the setting can be anywhere in any time, but there are a few things about it that you want to make sure you hit. And one of them is difficult terrain. Um, in the first Predator movie, you know, it's a it's a jungle, a dense jungle situation where, you know, patrolling through it, mm-hmm. visibility is limited. And that's important. In the other Predator movies, there's usually an aspect of this as well, whether it's, you know, like in a dense urban setting or whatever. There's there's an environment that helps the Predator, because what he does is he hides and mm. needs to be flushed out. Right. Uh, without, without difficult terrain, uh, it becomes harder to run mm-hmm. this session because uh, the Predator has, well, in the movie, he has advanced technology, right, a cloaking uh, system, mm-hmm. so he's invisible. But just because he's invisible doesn't mean that these badasses, like, are, oh, completely lost, right? Because even uh, if an invisible guy starts shooting at you, you just aim for where the bullets are coming, right? right? But it gets a lot harder to do when, like, oh, did that come from, you know, that bush or that tree or, like, where? And in the dense terrain, he's able to, you know, attack from hiding and then, like, you know, slink away, hide again, double back, Mm. stuff like that. Um, so yeah, setting can be anywhere, any genre, whatever, but you want to have some sort of different, difficult terrain challenge as a part of your Mm -hmm. adventure. The other thing is you want it to be in some sort of time of conflict. The conceit of the predator is that he's a badass who hunts other badasses. He, he hunts the most badass game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he comes to Earth, that means he fights... Turns out it's man. Yeah, it's, oh, it's man. <laughs> That's a Futurama reference. Right, the so he's... The most dangerous game. He's, he's hunting the hunters, yeah. right? 
Like, that's the challenge he's after. The guys who would be at the top of their game in the situation that they find themselves in, normally they'd be at the top of their game. They'd be the best at what they do. Now there's something even scarier and more badass than them hunting them. So you want to set your game where wherever and whenever you set it, there should mm-hmm. be some element of conflict which facilitates the idea of the player characters mm. being badass. Right. So you don't want to just like, oh, these guys are uh, a blacksmith and um, the the bartender, a farrier and yeah. a, a bartender fighting the predator. Right. Because like, Cause why the, would the predator hunt them? The They're, predator wouldn't hunt them. They're knights, not dangerous. Knights kill them all the time. Yeah. Right, he'd be hunting the knights. Right, he would hunt the badasses in whatever setting you're in. So, as far as the setting, those are the two boxes you want to make sure you check. Some sort of terrain feature, some sort of difficult terrain obstacle as a as a key part of where they are, and then a time of conflict. So, the player characters being awesome mm-hmm. makes sense. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the characters. Characters, right? very fun. Right, so they're badasses. Yes. Uh, but they're they're specialists. They're not um, all around can do everything perfectly badasses. They are the badasses where, like, you know, let's go back to the source material. There's uh, a demo man. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a heavy weapons guy. Yeah. Right? There's a medic on the team. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I don't... Is there a good sniper in the first Predator movie? I don't think there is. I don't think there is a sniper. They should have had one. That might have helped. Or not. Yeah, he might have just got killed. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. so yes. But yeah. So, badasses, top of their field in whatever they do in whatever setting you're doing, but have them be specialists within their team. Mm-hmm. And this... And they, they should be unrelated, like... To yeah. the Predator, right? They, they, the, the party, the team doesn't know about Predator yet. Right. And we're going to get to that when we get into the story. But, like, for the initial conceit mm. of this thing... They shouldn't be Predator hunters. Yeah, they're not there to hunt Predator. Predator shows up to hunt them. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> Predator hunt you. Yeah, that but, doesn't really work. Yeah, because he already Because he already does that, yeah. yeah. Damn it. Also, Yakov Smirnov is, like, <laughs> 40 years too late. <laughs> Yeah, I got Smirnoff said it. No, he didn't. <laughs> That's another Futurama reference. All right, all right, all right. So, so, yeah, badasses but specialists. The Predator hunts badasses, but the players aren't there to hunt Predator. So they should be badasses in ways that are unrelated to the fight that they're going to have later. Right, so like, you know, action movie specialists, heavy weapons, snipers, uh, demolitions. Sneaky guy. Yes, um... And, you know, maybe in a fantasy setting, that's magic-oriented. Yeah. Like, you know, types of magic or yeah. whatever. D&D, the, the, like, you know, the core, the fundamental ideas of Dungeons & Dragons actually lead, lean into this pretty well. Because, you know, the classes are meant to be specialized in their field. So having, like, a rogue and a cleric mm-hmm. and a ranger, stuff like that. Um, you want them to be... Badasses who work together in a team. And yes. some focus on team dynamics should probably be part of your, you know, character creation process, your mm. session zero as you set up this idea. 
right, I guess so, I want to back up real quick. We're talking about playing this as a one-shot, probably. Not really making a whole campaign out of this. Yeah, it, it, it probably doesn't have any legs as a campaign or an adventure, multiple session adventure. Um, could definitely slide into a campaign as you know a one-shot yeah. in a campaign. We've talked about that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is a good candidate. Uh, for that, um, having a campaign that has nothing to do with Predator, but then Predator shows up and it's just like a, a fun, spooky one shot, right? Cause, uh, I guess uh, we're getting into that in a little bit, but um, spooky. Yeah, it's supposed to be a little spooky. Right. There. Yeah. There's an element of of like horror. Which comes from powerlessness, which is cool because mm-hmm. they're meant to be badasses and then they right. find themselves powerless until they and, figure out what to do. Well, because, you know, when they're a team, they're humongo badasses. Yeah. But, like, alone, they can't beat the Predator, which is a little bit of a deviation from the source material um, because uh, no spoilies. Mm. So I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, but. In, in a tabletop role-playing setting, especially if you have a party, can't the Predator can't be beaten by just one of them, yeah. right? It's going to take all of them. Right. They're, they're badass in a team, which is why you should focus on team dynamics when you're setting up the characters for this adventure. Alone, they shouldn't be able to beat the Predator. In the movie, Arnold is the last survivor. Spoiler alert! Jesus and he beats the predator, you know, on his own. But <laughs> the 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 fundamentals of that actually hold true because he doesn't do that until he's watched all his team get killed and like learns the lessons about That's how true. to fight the predator. He does learn lessons. So he learns. Yeah. In, in a role-playing game, and that's why we're talking about how to run this in a role-playing game versus how mm. to just watch Predator. Smart and muscular. The triple threat. <laughs> uh, they they shouldn't be able to beat... Your player characters shouldn't be able to beat the Predator one-on-one. And we'll get more into that when we talk about how to create the monster for your adventure. Mm. Right, and, like, the, uh, it's just... It's just basic uh, role-playing, right? Like, the Predator is a boss. Yeah. Right? The boss can't be, like, one-shot. Just can't, because otherwise they're not a boss, Mm -hmm. right? That's why they're called the boss. So, uh, yes, that's that's what your characters uh, Mm -hmm. should be, right? Specialists, uh, badasses, but... Specialized. Specialized and need teamwork to beat the Predator. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't know that they're fighting the Predator yet. We'll get to that so, in this next section. Because this story. next section is the story. Story. Once you have the setting and your party of player characters, this is the the way you would organize the adventure. Or the way we think we, yeah. you should organize it because this is also how it's kind of organized in the movie, right? right. You want to stay true uh, where it's good. Yeah. So we've we've divided this up into a couple, uh, into a couple. Well, yeah. there's a couple story beats. There's, right? there's a couple like major story beats, and the first one is the misdirect, and that's where you know your players don't know that Predator is is coming to town. Is is the main like focus of this adventure? Someone should hire or order your party to go do something unrelated. 
and maybe mundane, like well within the party's wheelhouse, if they're, you know, whatever kind of badasses they are in whatever kind of setting, mm-hmm. it should be something right up their alley. Right, but like kind of easy, right? Yeah. Like we can take care of this super quick because we're badasses and that's why we've been sent. So this is going to be a walk. It's all about getting that uh, that mindset, right? You know, this is going to be an easy walk in the park. Yeah, this is normal. This is just like mm-hmm. a day that ends in Y for this team. Mm-hmm. They can rescue princesses from towers. That's what they do. No problem. Yeah. And so they go to do that. Whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. princess from a tower, uh, you know, capture an enemy bad guy. Right. So like, yeah. So like capture is a great, uh, capture rescue is a great, um, um, misdirect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also just like, you know, kill team assassination, assassinate somebody, um, an item recover. that you need to carry yep. an item that you need to like recover and carry back to somewhere, something like that. That's what you want to give them. And that's the beginning. That's the misdirect of the adventure. Right, so they like in the movie they're going towards the objective and they're being they're being badasses, you know, they're washing their doors and corners, you know, can't nobody touch me. Um and it seems like oh, it is just a regular run of the run of the mill mission, walk in the park. Yeah. Right. But then Then comes the turn. And that's where uh Evidence of the Predator is found in the course of the seemingly unrelated mission. And the party begins to suspect that there's something more going on and that they're being hunted. And this is this is the key. This is when it turns from them being badasses who are super good at something they know what's going on to... Shit, it's changed. Mm-hmm. We're on the back foot now and we don't know what's happening. Right. And, and so this can come... Um, the turn can come from, um, the higher, the higher, mm-hmm. right? Like they can be like, oh yeah, you guys are, you know, walking through the park and, um, the team checks in. It's like, Hey, you know, we, we see some smoke over in this other direction that isn't on mission. Yeah. And then, you know, the guy on the radio is like, oh, you need to go check that out. Oh, it's a crash spaceship. Yeah. Maybe they know. Which didn't have. That's not what right, happened in the movie. Yeah, that's not but what like, happened. I'm just but, talking about ways to to uh, flip the turn or you know initiate. The yeah, turn. how to how to deliver the turn. The players, the player characters, should accomplish their original mission in this phase of the story. But now they're saddled with something. Um, you know, maybe it's like the princess that they rescued. Mm-hmm. Now they have to protect them. Yes. Or you know they've got a treasure mm-hmm. that they're carrying back. They they picked up an item. Uh, this is pretty critical because if the player characters find out they're being hunted, they might pivot. This is what, like, a party mm. of badasses would do. Right. So, like, don't, like, um, in the turn, do the, like, oh, you get, you know, you got to go check this thing out. Oh, it's a spaceship. But, like, the Predator's not there. He's not going to, you know, start attacking. Oh, hey, you know, base, it's a spaceship. Oh, weird. Just, you know, keep, stay on mission. Get back to mission. And then they're like, that was weird. Let's continue doing our mission, right? Because the second that, yeah, you know, oh, people start openly attacking the team of badasses. Then they're going to abandon everything else. going to just be like, all right, well, let's kill this guy first. And this is more a lesson in, like, the, the, 
the psychology of people playing role-playing games. Mm -hmm. If you put a fight in front of them, they're going to focus on that. So what you want to do is have them accomplish the original mission and then have something that, like, keeps them on mission. Mm -hmm. A great way to do that is have them, like, shepherding an NPC or have an mm -hmm. item that they need to carry and a time limit to get it somewhere. Right. And, like, yeah. So a time limit, put a clock on it, right? Oh, uh, we did our mission, and it's getting a little weird. But if we want to get out of here, we need to be, you know, at the helicopter in two days or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So or back to, you know, if it's not military, if mm -hmm. it's fantasy, like back to the river to, you know, there's there's a boat gonna meet them, sure, something, right? Uh, so like, oh, that's you know, like you know, maybe your turn is, um, there's well. Just to steal from the movie, right? You know, there's some skinned corpses hanging in a tree. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, you know, that's weird. Um, we're not going to go that way. We're just going to sit here and, like, you know, watch. Well, they can't do that. Yeah. Because they got a time limit. Because now they have a time limit. Because, yeah, that might be their inclination. Especially, you know, if one of them is a ranger and is, like, really good. Or one of them, like, is a witcher. Ooh. Mm. You know, and they're, like, a great monster hunter. And they recognize all the signs of a monster in the area and of them being hunted. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how good they would be at actually, like, fighting this guy. They've got something else they've got to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's critical to... Um, to enforcing the idea of them being hunted. Don't give right. them an opportunity to turn it back and hunt the hunter. Yeah. At least not yet. Uh, yeah, at least at least not yet. Because eventually it's all going to fall apart, which is this next phase. Mm -hmm. So the hunt, right? Um, the actual... Uh, the hunter... or The predator begins hunting the party. Right? So... Give your opportunity or give opportunity to your players to use their special abilities. Not become the hunter yet, mm -hmm. but like, oh, um, maybe there's an obstacle that they, they got to track. Like, uh, we got to traverse this ravine. You know, how are we going to do that? Oh, well, I'm going to cut this tree down with my machine gun. Okay. And then, you know, they do that, but then that draws the predator towards them because they just blasted a bunch of shells. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Reinforce the idea that they are, that they are a team of specialists, give them opportunities to use their special abilities. And then also, this is where the predator starts, starts fucking with, starts them. fucking with them, starts attacking them, starts mm -hmm. picking them off. Um, don't kill your players right away. In the movie, they all start, you know, dying. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they all get, you know, taken out by the Predator. You want to give your player characters a fair shake at surviving, so maybe you have mm -hmm. some NPCs along with them, or maybe you have your players uh, each play, you know, a couple of low-level characters so that death can occur, danger can be reinforced. That's mm -hmm. the thing you really want to reinforce is the idea of danger, that they yeah. might not make it out if they don't use their specialties and start, you know, like, uh, doing a good job responding to this new threat. They might not it can, make it. It can also just be traps. Yeah. And, like, oh, if the player fails to see the trap, they don't die. They just get hurt. Mm -hmm. And, like, in the beginning, not even that badly. Or strung up 
you know, maybe they get yeah. like, yeah, they get, uh, they step in a, in a noose, in a, in a snare mm-hmm. trap and now they're dangling from a tree and now you have to waste like, you know, however long right. looking around for whatever did this, making sure you don't get attacked while you cut your friend down. And now you've wasted time. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your ticking clock continues to tick. Right. But the, the, the point is, uh, to set the, the atmosphere and, uh, really signpost for your players that something else means you harm and it's not just like your basic bitch skeleton. Yeah. There's, there's something out there fully capable of killing you and that's what it's trying to do. And so far it hasn't succeeded, Mm -hmm. but like the, the attempts gets, uh, increased in, in, um, danger, in aggressiveness. Yeah. Right. So like at first it's just a couple of traps that like, oh, you know, even if they roll bad, oh, like, you know, lucky, lucky I slipped there and, you know, the, the spikes didn't, you know, get me in my, uh, in my pelvic region on my ding dong. Yeah. Luckily they oh, just they like, like kind of like, come cu- up in front of me. Yeah. Right. Whoa. But now but you're then, like on edge and you're like, shit, mm-hmm. we have to get the princess back to the boat. Before sunrise, but something is trying to stop right. us. But the next time they fail, they get they get a they get a stake in the leg. Yeah. Right. Oh shit! Now and we're then, slowed down. And so it just it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And then you know, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe at like a certain point, the predator starts like physically like appearing and attacking them. Like, uh, oh, a shimmer in the bushes, and then like you know, roll a. Roll a dodge. Oh, you didn't dodge good. You got stabbed. But then when you look, nothing's there. Yeah. Oh. Right? And then, you know, that's that. That's how the hunt should go. Um, this race against time with pursuit by the predator should climax in a dramatic last stand moment of some sort. You should have had several altercations with the Predator. Maybe some of the characters Mm -hmm. haven't made it. Definitely, if there's any NPCs, like, they should be hurt or dead to reinforce the idea. And now you're like, well, fuck. We gotta, like, we we gotta take care of this. We gotta turn and fight. At some point, that needs to happen. And... And so, like, by by, um, giving your players uh, time to be hunted... You have worn your players down, mm-hmm. but you also have given them a chance to warn, uh, to wear the predator down. Yeah, right. And to learn things. And to learn. You know, you're like, oh, it attacks from the trees, or mm-hmm. you know, it always is invisible until mm-hmm. you do this. Things like that, the player should have had an opportunity to learn in the in the initial alter- right. altercations when the predator begins picking them off. Right, and so like. Uh, you could you could do this climax in in several ways. Like uh, your players reach the the exfil point, right? They reach the spot where the helicopter's supposed to be, or they reach the spot on the river where the boat's supposed to be, but there's no ride there. So they got there a little early. Oh, it's holdout time. It's last stand time. Or you know, through the wearing down of the characters they're not going to be able to make it unless they kill this thing soon, right? Like, oh, if we just keep moving, 
we're not going to make it. And then it's just going to take its time killing us off, right? Like we're moving too slow. We're trying to watch every bush. So we can't move fast enough. We need to know that it's dead so we can haul ass. Yeah. Something like that. And, you know, and, you know, like I said, it could take several variations. Yeah, but several encounters, several brushes. Lead, lead towards, um, as a game master, lead towards like last stand time. Now is the time that you confront the monster. Mm-hmm. Whether it be because you arrived and there's nobody there. Or maybe it's because you're not going to make it if you don't. Yeah. And those are those are two really good ways to do it because then, like, boom, tension ratcheted up. You get to the extraction zone and, like, no helicopter, radio's dead. Or mm-hmm. the boat has left already. Um, or, you know, tell your players as the game master, hey, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. That's really great. You're going too slow. Yeah. You At this rate, you like, one of you checks your map. At this rate, it's not going to happen unless you can run. But you can't. You, you can't, can't maintain, safely do that. Yeah, you can't safely run because then you'll just like run through traps and shit. Not unless you know that the bad guy is dead. So time to make a stand. Um, and that brings us to the last bit of the story. So in the movie, Arnold's character, Colonel Schaefer, Dutch, Dutch. Uh, he wins, you know, he learns all the lessons. He watched his, he watched the rest of his squad die and, you know, he, he hurt the predator. He learned if it bleeds, I can kill it. And he, you know, he turned the tables and hunted the predator and ended up winning really, you know, dramatic, fun action movie shit. But Mm -hmm. this is a role-playing game and it's a one shot. And with that in mind, we think it is acceptable for the players to lose dramatically and tragically. Oh, it's definitely. Um, let's not skim over Arnold's win, though. Mm. Um, it was hard. Yeah. It almost killed it him. It almost killed him, and he had to do like six things. And he got he got pretty lucky there. So there's no there's no um, I guess shade if your player characters die. There's there's no say, uh, shade. Yeah. Right. Like it could come down and like that's where the tension is, which I personally recommend. Like the win or lose comes down to a dice roll. Yeah, that's very right? exciting. Like it's like I do this, I win. I fail, I lose. Yeah. I roll those dice. This is the final like mm. you know you're struggling like it's a struggle. You're rolling around with like a knife and the monster's got yeah. his tentacles in your face or whatever and. One of you is going to kill the other right here. Mm-hmm. Have that, like, really be down to a dice roll. That's fucking exciting. Because it is a one-shot. It's fully mm-hmm. permissible to kill everybody mm-hmm. and have this, you know, like, maybe maybe you've never done it before and you want to. This is a great opportunity to, you know, do a total party kill. Party wipe. In a one-shot where, you know, it doesn't really matter, but the story mm. actually really supports the idea of it. Right. As And as long as it's dramatic. Yeah. Right. Like, um, it wouldn't be very much fun for... So, say you're, like, you know, uh, last stand time is you get to get to the, the helicopter evac site. No helicopter. Oh, shit, set up a perimeter. And then you just, like, decide that one of the players gets zipped in the head dead right there. 
little little lame, I would say, because then that player's got nothing to do for the whole fight. Yeah. Right. Maybe a wound. Sure. Mm, that's a pretty a wound good. That, you know, like gives him disadvantage at some stuff or something. Announces that the predator is there. That's pretty good. Right. Make it dramatic. Right. Because this is this is the 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 climax of the whole story. Yeah. Right. So. And one way or another, they're either going to win or they're going to die. So this is the time to really, like, pull it mm-hmm. all out. And so, like, you know, also, you know, fudge it a little bit, right? If you think that, oh, a player taking a wound right here would be really good, roll. But then don't give a shit about what the dice actually says, right? The players don't know what you have the, have as the game master and your stats and stuff. Just like, yep, wound, boom. Or, you know, it can work the other way, too, where, like, you know, I don't know, I imagine, you know, all all uh, three of the other players are, like, down and unconscious, and there's one left. He's got, like, one little last bit of energy, and they roll around with a knife, right? They don't know how wounded the predator is. Maybe he's not that wounded at all, and, like, there's no way that this one last player can win but like, oh, everybody's put their heart and soul into it and it's so dramatic. Just fudge it. Oh, yeah, you got the monster right in its kill spot, wherever that is. I don't know, but like he's yeah, dead. Yeah, make it happen. Right? I don't know. And like they can hear the like chopper blades coming yeah, down. Coming but yeah. yeah, so that's the culmination of the hunt and, you know, a climactic final stand at some point. That needs to happen. So, we need to talk about the predator as a character. Yeah. Right. Uh, last last thing we we talked about uh, the story and the player characters, but we haven't talked about the boss. Yeah. The predator. Mm-hmm. So originally, the the character predator is an alien hunter who comes to Earth with some you know fun kill gadgets to hunt the most deadly of prey. Man. Turns out it's man. Uh, And there's been several Predator movies. They vary in quality, but generally they're all pretty fun. As well as a surfeit of Predator comics and, like, Mm tie-in stuff. Predator fights Alien a lot. Predator's fought... He's come to Earth to, like, hunt the DC Comics universe. He fought Judge Dredd once, which was a really cool comic I remember Mm. from my youth. Um... You know, the the character is just an alien killer who likes to hunt badasses. And he does it for sport recognition and mm. trophies. That's their, like, alien culture. Right. And maybe maybe alien doesn't necessarily work. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what we're talking here. These are the adapted, bones. Right? Yeah. So maybe it's not an alien. Maybe it's a, a extra dimensional or... Something else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the point is, right, it's alien to the players. Yeah. Or the characters, I mean. Mm-hmm. Right. Hard to hard to understand until they, like, contextualize it in their own terms. They're like, oh, it's hunting us. They, like, realize, oh, this is what's going on. An alien, you know, a sci-fi alien come to modern Earth or any point in Earth's mm-hmm. history, you could just do straight up Predator. Yeah. Um, but there's also any number of like D and D monsters with sure. a little bit of tweaking that would be good 
predators. You could have mm-hmm. like a young dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I really like that idea because it plays into some stuff that we've, uh, me and Dane, I say we, uh, of just like a man eater in the jungle mm. or like in the woods, you know, could yeah. be, could just be a tiger. Yeah. But you want it to be mm. more like fantasy D and D. Maybe it's a young dragon who just like, yeah, is cruel and likes right. to, likes to so, hunt. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be a literal space alien, right? Maybe cause maybe your setting is sci-fi. Yeah. And it's like a star Wars universe kind of where there's just fucking weird aliens all around. Um, I want to go back and not use Star Wars. Could I use Mass Effect instead? Mass Effect is cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back. All right. Just, you know, we'll edit that out later. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like Mass Effect where there's just like a bunch of weird aliens. Yeah. Uh, so like, oh, it doesn't need to be something that nobody's ever seen before. It just needs to be weird and not understood. Right? Like... Why is there a young dragon in the forest? Yeah, it right just now? needs to be unfamiliar right. to the player characters. You know, something that they wouldn't think of, right? This isn't dragon territory. Mm-hmm. It can't be a dragon. So, yeah, they wouldn't have guessed that. Like, why would mm-hmm. it be doing that? Or, I don't know, like, it doesn't have to be a dragon. You could take a beholder yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, change some of its eyeballs to do different stuff and, you know, give it give it a character background that fits this. Like, this mm-hmm. beholder likes to do this because it's mean. Because <laughs> it likes to fuck with people. And that, I guess... Yeah. That's, an, that's another main point. Our next main point here is whatever your predator, monster, villain of this adventure is, is motivated by challenge and the thrill of the hunt. And that's what it says in our outline. I would add another thing. Um, cruelty is generally... Cruelty. ...an aspect yeah. of it. Because... It's fucking or, mean. Or at least just not cruel to the player character's sensibilities. Yeah, cruel cruel in their sensibilities. Maybe it, you know, thinks it's completing some divine cycle. Uh-huh. But the behavior that it exhibits but towards the But cutting off ears is just not okay. Yeah. Right? The behavior towards them mm-hmm. is going to feel really like, like a direct attack because that's yes. what it is. Right, so... Uh, and like that, that's probably not going to come across uh, very much, um, like to your players, right? Because they're just being hunted, right? Um, like, how do you express that they, uh, the predator, really gets its rocks off by like hunting, you know, hard game? Probably not. Probably not. That's not going to be easily, you know. Uh, articulated yeah in a role-playing setting but it is important still for your as the game master running of the character right because they're not yeah because you know this about mm-hmm. them and that's going to inform how you play them. yeah that's going to inform mm-hmm. the decisions you make for this character mm-hmm. they're fucking mean and they want trophies and right. they want to prove how badass they are right so like maybe it's like i'm going to give the players a shot an extra, you know, attack because the predator is busy, you know, cutting the head off of a guy. Yeah. Right. And you're Where, like, oh my god, yeah. so horrifying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if a if if one of the characters, one of the player characters, can pass a quick, you know, check to get over that, free attack. Mm-hmm. And then you reinforce the idea that they're like cruel and monstrous and they're you know doing horrible things. 
Yeah. Um, next point, next bone to hit about whatever kind of predator monster you do. We mentioned this earlier, but reiterating, they're superhuman. They should be more than a match for any one PC one-on-one. Yeah. And that means they should have, you know, good stats, high stats. Mm. They should be tough. And they should have excellent gear. There should never be a question about, you know, like, maybe one of the player characters, like, oh, my crossbow broke. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't happen to the right. bad guy. They, they don't... Um... They don't crit fail, mm-hmm. right? Um, and their gear is good. And also, like, you don't really need to, like, fret. As a game master, you don't need to fret too much about that. Uh, just keep it hidden. Yeah. And go with what the story is good for the story. Yeah, go what's best for the story in that moment. They don't need right. to know, yeah. like, what magic items mm-hmm. your version of Predator has or the stats... Like, you know, what is its constitution bonus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. That's not important. The important thing is that when they confront it, it appears superhuman. And in a physical or, you know, like combat mm. contest, this thing, whatever it is, it beats them one-on-one. They yes. have to fall back on their teamwork and their specialties. And if you got, like, a rule, you know, Nazi who's like... I've been keeping track and like, you know, the hit my, this. my, you know, roll 17 didn't hit, but his roll 15 did hit and like, what's up with his monster? Then, well, if they're, if they've been drinking as a game master, you say, you misremembered, you're drunk. <laughs> and if they haven't been drinking, maybe you don't play with them anymore. Yeah. If they're like, yeah, then that's just not going to be very fun. But uh, next thing you want to make sure you give this Predator villain is invisibility or extreme stealth. We mentioned earlier in the setting idea, it's critical that there's some sort of like terrain element to, mm. to the setting, some sort of difficult terrain, some sort of challenge. Part of the reason for that is it plays off this ability to either go invisible or have some other sort of extreme stealth ability. If it is a young dragon just, like, hunting people like a tiger for sport, it can fly. Maybe it has, like, chameleon skin or something. Yeah. It should be able to move quickly and, you know, in and out of hiding because that reinforces the hunting Mm. aspect. The idea that your player characters, no matter how badass they are at what they were supposed to be doing, now they're being hunted Mm. and they're prey. Yes, it's it's um, it adds into the mystery and the spooky. Uh, you can't see it right away. Like, oh, we got attacked by something. Don't know what it is, right? That's that's the the whole like first half of Predator is. We don't know, yeah. and then like you know, oh, there's this legend of like the the, the yeah, forest guardian. The, the or locals whatever. have a. Something right. the jungle came alive and took him, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, oh, that's bullshit. But then, like, oh, maybe that's not bullshit. Yeah, maybe that's not bullshit because it just happened. Mm-hmm. Because like I didn't see anything, and that guy's dead. Yeah. So that aspect, invisibility or extreme stealth, that really reinforces mm-hmm. the idea of danger and hunting. And it makes it more plausible with difficult terrain, mm-hmm. right? Because like if you're on, I don't know. 
you're like in the grasslands of South Texas, and sure. you're like you should be able to see for a hundred mm. miles in every direction. How is something you know? Right. Well, you know, then that that strays incredulity. But yeah. Uh, next thing, kind of reiterating the idea of cruelty uh, in the movie. The predator takes trophies. This is one of the ways that you signpost mm, yep. to the players before they start being hunted that there's something more going on. Um, remains of the predator's kills to scare the players and create the atmosphere of tension, and that you know they don't know everything that's going on. Yeah, right. Like, ah, uh, what could have done this? Yeah. Oh, what you know, could that's... have done this? What could have left a track like this? What could have mm. done this to a man? That's you know. right. That's good shit right yeah. there. Um, that's what you want. Um, it sets the atmosphere. Also, it's uh, it gives your players something to learn from. Like you know, in in the in the movie, mm-hmm. they're strung up in the trees. Yeah. Right. And it keeps you know, oh, the trees, the trees, they keep coming back. Oh, it's in the fucking trees. Yeah, it's in the trees. Oh, maybe it's up there. Mm-hmm. You could do that in a different way. You could have, you know, like maybe instead of trophies, it's just victims that have been burned by acid. Mm-hmm. And then you figure yeah. out, oh, it's a green dragon. Acid, acid, It does acid. an acid poison right. yeah. attack. They all have like their fronts and faces just like melted into a puddle. Now you you've given them a clue as to what they're up against. That clue is not going to slot into place until later, until they discover some other stuff. But you've set up... Mm-hmm. You've set up something critical about what's coming. Yes. All right. Um, I think this one's kind of... I would say optional. Optional. But it's yes, the last the last bit about this character. Um, I mean, just, just to... Uh, it is true to the source material. Yeah. The Predator had a last-minute bomb. Yeah. He was going to die. Last-minute bomb. And in the context of the original fiction, it makes a lot of sense. Because um, in the like expanded mythos of the Predator movies, Predators have been coming to Earth and other planets for a long time to do their hunt, which is a you know sort of like sacred... Um, activity that these aliens do they're super into it they love it but there isn't a lot of information about aliens constantly visiting earth that's because they all come with a bomb they have a self-destruct uh this is a thing you can add to your villain if you want to create some last minute tension even if the players win the fight Mm -hmm. you'll be like oh it's counting down to explode or it's you know I mean, explosion that is basically, but it could be a magical explosion or like yeah. an acid or spikes mm. or whatever. Whatever sort of thing you do, um, a lethal self-destructibility to add last-minute tension, even if the players win, is something, maybe just keep it in your back pocket. Maybe write yeah. it mm-hmm. for whatever monster you decide to make for whatever version of Predator you're going to play. Maybe write the lethal self-destructibility and then just, you know, you have it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe the climax is plenty dramatic without it. Don't use it. But if it comes down to the wire and you're like, Ooh, "Okay, this is like this is the good ending," mm-hmm. then you deploy it. Yeah, I mean, use it when necessary. Uh, it, I think it's simple enough to slot in anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's also what happened in the movie, man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, you know, chances are your players are going to figure out what it's you're doing partway through. Probably. <laughs> yeah, especially if they've seen it. If they've seen Predator, at some point they're going to be like, oh, this is Predator. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that would really, like... I think that would help. I think that would really get players jazzed up. And they, they realize, oh, we're doing this. If there's something cool you like, use it in your games. That's that's mm. just good advice outside of this. Yeah. But, yeah. So. All right. Let's recap. This was Woo! how to run Predator in your pen and paper role-playing game. We All talked right. about... Predator, right? Predator is an 80s action movie where a bunch of badasses get hunted by an alien who's better than them. Yeah. Okay. There's the premise, right? Uh, some setting things that you need to keep in mind when you're running this in your RPG. Difficult terrain. Mm, that comes in later. And a time of conflict where they're already in war or you yeah. know, doesn't need to be like on, you know, in Verdun. 1914 yeah. or whatever. Don't fact check me on that one. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't need to be during a big war battle. But right. just there are it should, yeah, it combatants. should be a time where it makes sense for there to be badasses doing yes. badass stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the story structure is... Characters. Next. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ne next in the recap. So those badasses... Mm -hmm. Those, those, badasses. those badasses, they should be badasses, but specialists. They should be a team. There should be an emphasis on team dynamics. Um, and the thing that they're good at shouldn't have anything to do with being hunted by a monster. That's going to come in later. Mm. That's the thing that puts them on the back foot. So badasses, specialists, good team dynamics. Alone, they cannot beat the predator. But together, yeah. they are strong. Uh, all right. Now, story beats. Yeah. Right? Uh there's the misdirect, the turn, and the hunt, right? So the misdirect, they're there. Your characters are there for another reason besides mm -hmm. Predator. Sent to do something else, something normal for them to be asked to do. Mm -hmm. Then comes the turn yeah. where, ah, oh, this run-of-the-mill mission, this walk in the park. Yeah. Oh, there's something weird there's something about it. something you didn't tell us about it. Something happens. They start to see corpses. They see trophies. They, you know. Mm. I got uh, a bad feeling about this one. The mission changing is is really great. Mm. If they've got like a handler or a commander with them or if they've got someone on the radio. Right. Like, oh, it was like, need to know. Yeah. We didn't need to tell you this. And now actually you thought the mission was whatever. Now you got to do this. Right. That's Which the... leads into the hunt, mm -hmm. right? Because the missing changes. Yeah. Ah, oh, it was on a need-to-know basis until now. Now you need to know Predator or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Right? In this, the players should have a time. They should have a ticking clock related to their original mission. They should have something they're in charge of and mm -hmm. a time they need to be somewhere. The predator should start attacking them, picking them off. They should start encountering it in ways that they can learn, but on also ways that hurt the party. Mm -hmm. And right. then eventually this is going to culminate in a final stand with the monster, with the surviving player characters. Right. So. That's the, the story. Yeah. The predator, the character, right? The predator as, well, an NPC. Um, yeah, as the villain, as the boss. As the villain. 
right? Uh, they should be motivated by the thrill of the hunt, right? Mm -hmm. The challenge of taking down these badasses. They're not after an artifact mm -hmm. where if the players throw it, okay, you can go free. No, no, no. They are there to kill the players. There's no way to get around yes. that. It wants to kill them. It's motivated yes. by that challenge, and it's really good at it. It's superhuman. It's better. Stats. It's better than any one of them on their own. Yeah. The only way they can beat it is if they team up. Yeah, and use their specialties. Uh, the monster should have invisibility or extreme stealth. That ties into the terrain yep. from earlier. Makes Whatever. it makes it more plausible that they're remaining unseen. Right? Ah, oh, they might have a cloaking device, but if there's nothing to hide behind. It's not, it doesn't work. Mm. You need both. You need both. And then there should be trophies or other remains of the kills, the previous mm -hmm. kills somehow. For, for signposting, being like, ah, oh, what could have done this, mm -hmm. right? Make it, make it seem completely out of this world. Yeah. And then lastly, an optional self-destruct ability. If it's an alien from, you know, space, it might not want humans to know it's there. If it's a beholder who likes just like taking people apart with its mind powers, maybe it just explodes from magic when it dies. That's just what happens. Or maybe you don't include that feature because it concluded dramatically without that being necessary. Um, yeah. So, uh, we, this is a lot of theory. This is our first how to run. Yeah. Uh, segment. So we're going to try to prove the concepts by next episode, which I believe is in, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, five days. Mm -hmm. um, or just Halloween 2021, bitch. Yeah. And we'll talk about this more when we launch it, but uh, this is something. If you're, if you're a listener to 2HGM from the beginning, you'll know that we haven't made it to Halloween yet. First we, Halloween! We started last November. Uh, Halloween is going to be our annual holiday special. And we're going to do a fun live play adventure every, every Halloween. Every Halloween. Forever as, and for, ever. Forever as long as this show exists, we're going to be doing cool Halloween episodes. So, be sure to turn in. Damn it. Be, be sure, sure to tune in on Sunday, Halloween night. For, uh, well, we're going to run this. Dane is going to run his version of Predator. I don't know Wait, the setting yet. Are we, are we releasing it Halloween night? I guess it'll come out Halloween day. Do we, well, I mean, we can fuck with that because yeah, it's a special. We can change it. I, I think just, you know, anytime on Halloween. It's a Sunday. On Halloween. Halloween. Probably, I think midday or like in the day so you listen to it and then get prepared for the spooky night. People probably be doing their spooky festivities on Friday or Saturday. I, this year, but like, what about all the years all, to come? Yeah, all the years friend. to come. That's true. We got to set precedent. Yeah. Halloween special That's coming true. this year. We don't want it to ruin your <laughs> Halloween festivities, so we will we will release it Halloween morning, so you have time to listen to it and do the rest of your stuff. Um, but tune yeah. in. So tune in. It's going to be great. Sunday Halloween special, first ever two HGM holiday anything. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Two-Headed Game Master. You can find us at 2HGM.com 
got an email, send us an email. Mm. Be like, yo, you guys suck. Don't do that, though. Be like, yo, yeah, you guys are great. Make us sad. Yeah. Tell us nice things. Yeah. Nice uh, things. Also, on 2HGM.com, you can find uh, links to the Eclipse engine available to download for free, as well as RPG Lite and a cool little dungeon creator worksheet. And more to come. More, there will yeah, be more, more to cool come, material to come. I think that's going to be where we just, you know, base all our products that we write up. Uh, we also have Patreon. If you like what we do, check that out. And join us uh, join us Sunday for the next episode for the Halloween special. Real quick, um, go see Predator. Pretty yeah. good. Oh, go see a lot of the Predators. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's only, like... Listen, a lot of people yeah. hate stuff mm-hmm. about them. I liked all of them. Yeah. Um, purists, and I think, you know, purists who, like, don't really... Purists who have no right to act as if they own the franchise Mm -hmm. hate on certain entries in the Predator franchise. It's all good action movie fun. Mm. It's all, you know, stupid and cool and awesome. Um, I mean, if you're looking... My personal favorites are Predators... Fantastic. And then The Predator, it's got Olivia Munn in it. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Can't go wrong. I really like the the AVP, the Alien vs. Predator. I, I actually never saw the second one. But the first one where they go to Antarctica and it's like yep. the thing, but they mm-hmm. go down into like a, you know, a frozen city and the aliens are hunting the Predators and there's like guys with guns running around. That's <laughs> top notch. Fun fucking movie. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Go see it. Go see it. Check it out. Thank you to the Burning Saviors for the use of the song Pond Hill is Finest as the intro and outro to our show. And we will see you on Halloween. Halloween. See you next time on Halloween.